0: Today on the show, I will answer three questions submitted to the podcast Facebook group, all with the theme of, how do you know? And related to this theme, I'll share a little story, which I call, how this turban got on my head. So you can submit your own questions by going to the storyofmepodcast.com or joining the Facebook group and submitting them there. Also in the Facebook group I do post additional information. So for example today I will post a meditation related to today's conversation. So thank you for your continued support by sharing the podcast with a friend. Also if you've been enjoying the podcast and want to support it more, you can make a donation. Go to the storyofmepodcast.com and at the bottom of the site there's a donate button. And your support would be appreciated. Thank you. So now let's get to it. Welcome to the story of me with Amarjit Singh. This is where I share stories from my unconventional life and relate the psychological insights that I learned from these experiences. Each story will entertain you as well as increase your awareness of your own self-limiting patterns. Then, through the principles of yoga psychology, you will learn how to overcome the resistance that is holding you back from living a more fulfilling life. Join me every Tuesday for a new episode where I share my experiences in psychological understanding, interview guests, and answer listener questions. Now, let's get started with the podcast that awakens your inner power through awareness and understanding. Welcome to the show. My name is Amarjit Singh, and I am your host. Thank you for joining me. And how are you doing today? How is life going? Again, I have to apologize for any noise Uh, in the background as I am in India, and noise is everywhere. And uh, sometimes I'm able to record uh, in the middle of the night when there's no noise, but uh, today we have a lot of noise going on. So if you hear it, uh, my apologies. If you're from India, you probably won't hear it. You're accustomed to it. So anyway, so today on the show... I'm going to answer some listener questions. So in the Facebook group, I put up a question about what is your biggest challenge finding your path and finding your direction or meaning in your life? And I had three people, Nancy, Pauline, and Kata submit questions or statements about what their biggest challenges were. So one of them was, my biggest challenge is believing that there is a path rather than a series of random events to negotiate. Then one of the other questions or statements was, the biggest challenge is, I don't know what I want and I have no vision or I don't allow myself to follow the vision I do have because the rational voice inside of me won't let me. So she's having trouble finding the path because there's a lot of inner ambivalence, a lot of uh, thinking in circles and uh, voices that are clouding the clear inner voice. Then the final question, or statement was the biggest challenge is really, she says, listening to my intuition and truly hearing what my path is amongst all the chatter in my mind. Uh, She has a lot of what-ifs or anxiety or preconceived ideas, uh, expectations, and then also all the difficulties of life, the everyday life, the kid's job, partner, all these things getting in the way. And so if we look at these three challenges or statements, they all have the same theme and the theme is, how do you know? And we're not just talking about knowing your path, but really in life, how do you know? How do you know something? And I talked about this understanding or knowledge, and I don't remember which episode it was, but I, I talked about three ways of knowing something. You can know something because you read it in a book, or a teacher tells you this is the way it is. And then you can know something through the mind, through inference and logical reasoning, right? You can deduce that this is going to be the outcome or the result. And then there's the third way of knowing, and this is through experience. And really, the first two ways of knowing are there to get you to the third, because really the third is the only true way of knowing something. Because you can know something intellectually, but until you experience it, you really don't know it. And there's a big difference. We may think at times, oh, I know this because I read about it, or someone told me about this, or I thought about it, and this was it. But until you experience it, you really don't know it, because the experience will create this this inner experience in your yourself that will resonate with this outer experience in a different way than just through the mind, because it'll do this through the vibrations of the body, right? We talked about how the body is just a vibration, and we call these vibration feelings, and we call some of these feelings emotions. And so when we're talking about knowing something, really we have to talk about experiencing it, how to truly experience it. And so we'll go through some ways to learn how to experience and how to clear the mind to allow the space to experience this. To begin this conversation on experience, we have to understand what we're trying to experience. And so I'll begin by asking a question. What is the purpose of an apple tree? And this is not a trick question. It's a very straightforward question. What is the purpose of an apple tree? The purpose of an apple tree is to grow apples. Very simple. And as long as it gets the proper sunlight and water and nutrition from the soil, the the apples will grow. The way nature works is this way. Everything has its own purpose, and it fulfills this purpose. Except humans, we have the ability to question ourselves, or to question our purpose, and we can go against our true nature. An apple tree can't wake up and say, I don't feel like growing apples today because I had a bad day, or my partner broke up with me, and I'm going to just sleep in or or do something to distract me from growing apples. However, we have this capacity to do this. We have to understand that we all have a nature just like the apple tree, but our nature is clouded by this mind, this conscious mind which overthinks and which puts these thoughts into action that take us away from our true nature. So you can think of it as the only actions that are really your own Are the ones that go against your true nature. All other actions are of the Creator going through you. And so your objective is to remove the resistance so that you can see where your true nature takes you. Another way of looking at this nature that you have is to look at a flower. A flower doesn't become a flower. It doesn't try to become a flower and then becomes a flower. No, it just blossoms into a flower. And so the same thing with our true nature. We already have this capacity to express ourselves. It's just a matter of removing the resistance. And so when we talk about knowing something, we have to really talk about how to experience this internal experience, how to connect to it. And and these questions alluded to this by saying, I'm having difficulty connecting to the intuition or the chatter in my mind and the distractions of my mind are creating anxiety. So what we're talking about is to let go of this, to connect to this internal experience and then project this internal experience or articulate it, manifest it. The way to know is through this experience, and how do we prepare ourselves, how do we create the space to have this experience? And this is really what the true question is. It's not how do you know, but how to create the environment internally or externally in my life to connect to this authentic, to this nature inside of me, and to express it. So the one thing that we talked about, or the one thing that the person alluded to in the question is the intuition. And what is intuition? And how do we connect to it? So we can think of the intuition as this internal voice that's really guiding us back to the source. It's guiding us to our true nature. The problem is it's difficult for some people to connect to their intuition or to even know when they are connecting to it. Like I talked about in previous episodes, everything is a vibration. Your body is just a vibration of, of particles, of atoms, being projected so fast that it appears that you are a solid. And everything is just a vibration, a feeling. You have a thought, and that thought creates a vibration. And every vibration is distinct, like a fingerprint. So when you have good thoughts, it creates a certain vibration within the body. When you have negative thoughts or thoughts of fear, it creates a different vibration in the body. And so everything is very distinct in its feeling. Now, your mind may not be so subtle to be able to determine the difference in these feelings. And this is what happens is you have difficulty in recognizing What these feelings are. And and this is what people go through therapy, right? They go to therapy because they have feelings and they don't know what the experience was that created these feelings and they don't understand these feelings and they try to tune in through therapy what this experience is. What you want to do is go even deeper to tune in the subtle mind to be able to feel all the sensations within the body. And we talked about on the last episode about how to heal yourself is that you have to learn to tune the subtle energy within to feel the flow of prana and to feel where it's being obstructed because of emotions and experiences within the framework of the body that create the illness. And what you want to do with intuition is also to tune the mind into what that sensation feels like when you're connecting to your intuition. The thing is, the intuition is a very, very subtle vibration, much more subtle than the vibration of thought. And so when you're thinking, that vibration of a thought overtakes the vibration of intuition because the vibration of intuition is much more subtle. So what you need to do to connect with the intuition is to stop thinking. Now that's easy to say and very difficult for some people, but it takes practice. It takes practice to stop the mind. But this is what you need to learn to do to connect to the intuition. Once you're able to learn what this intuition feels like, the sensation when you're connecting to it, you can recreate this. It becomes easier. As you get more accustomed to this feeling, you tune into it. It's it's tuning into this frequency of vibration. So what I will do today is I will upload a meditation to connect to your intuition in the Facebook group. And so you can download this and practice this to try to experience what this intuition is. And like I said, you have to learn to stop the mind. And when we talk about this, we can go to this statement the person made about anxiety and all these ideas or these expectations and how they're creating this chatter, she said, in her mind. What is going on there is that she is not present, right? What is expectation but this projection on what is going to be the result? When you start to get attached to these results, it takes you out of this current moment. And you're unable to really connect to yourself because you're not present. And like I said, this experience of connecting to the self is connecting to this deep, authentic nature of what is truly your path. Because it's already in there. You don't have to do anything but remove the resistance. There's nothing to become. There's nothing to transform into. There's only things to remove. Self-awareness, self-realization is the process of subtraction. There's nothing to add. And so this is the thing is to learn how to still the mind. And what is anxiety but the echo of fear? And it's this fear of what's going to happen or what's not going to happen and it comes through in this anxiety and what does this anxiety do but it creates this vibration that tenses up the whole body and when you're tense there's a lot of restrictions of the flow of energy and and there's a lot of being cut off from your feelings because you're kind of contracting the inner body, in in separating yourself from how you feel. And this is why they say you need to relax, you need to open up, is this is the, the way to give space to these feelings, the way to give space to this internal experience. And the way to do this is to be present, to only think about the present moment. And this leads us into... How do you know if this is your right path when you make this decision to do something? So how do you know if this is the right path, and how do you focus your attention on it? And and what we're talking about also is this commitment, this commitment to the path. And when I talked about in the episode of How to Find Your Life Purpose, that your life purpose consists of expression. You ha- Just like the apple tree is to express itself by growing apples, your expression is found in particular ways of communicating in your own unique way. This goes with having some qualities within you to express yourself. So when we talk about your path, it isn't a particular job, and this is why people start to get caught up into not understanding which direction to go in, because they're looking for a career and a outcome, a result, and, and instead of looking at how can I create the space to express myself the most complete way. <laughs> so I talked about myself. I, I've gone through many different careers or, or professions. And when you look at this, you can say, oh, you you did so many different things. You went from this job to this job and you changed. You know, I worked uh, in investment banking. I worked for a biotech company. I worked for Disney. I did stand-up comedy and now I'm teaching yoga psychology or teaching yoga. And people say, oh, you've changed. But I never looked at it this way. And then this goes to how did this turban get on my head? Is is So my focus has always been to not become something but to be the best of what I already am. And so that I try to remove the resistance that's preventing my expression from coming out clearly. So when I'm in my profession as a consultant in business, I am doing the same thing that I'm doing right now. I am taking in information and learning how to express it to someone so that they could better understand it and use this information to better themselves. Sure, the vocabulary was different than I'm using now. The environment is different. And so I found that limiting because I felt like there was more in there that I could have expressed, but this was not the environment, but the expression was correct. And so this is why I say instead of trying to find this job or this position, try to find where you can create the space for this inner expression to come out. And then it's not really making a decision so much as, I don't know if I'm going the right way, this way or that way. It's just feel what is pulling you into a direction that you're allowed to express yourself whatever way that is for you. It could be in many different qualities uh, manifesting in many different ways. But are you feeling that you're able to express yourself better in some places than others? And this is how... You learn to find your path. Instead of making decisions of what I should do, this or that or that, is how do I feel and how is this environment giving me the space to express myself? Am I able to express myself completely? And even though in these professions I had before, as finance, investment, banking, they offered a lot to me. I was able to learn how to express myself in particular ways and remove a lot of resistance. And so it was necessary for me to go through these experiences to get to where I am now, and who knows where I will wind up 10 years from now. But what I recommend and what I do is instead of thinking about where you're going to end up, because this is having expectation and being not present, is to just focus on what you're doing and look at it as this is the only thing that I'm doing and this is what I'm going to do the rest of my life at this moment. Not saying that you don't have space for allowing yourself to move into different directions. You need to have the flexibility, just like I did going from one career to another career or another prof- another uh, profession, is to allow myself to have this ability to move around but still focus on my self-expression. And so I don't look at this as changing. And it went even further. Now I look at myself from when I was wearing a custom suit, going to the office in in Wall Street, to now where I'm tying a turban around my head and I'm meditating in retreats for 40 days or however many days I'm doing this. And this was not a conscious effort. Again, it was just following what was speaking inside of me. I didn't make any decisions. There were no decisions. The only decisions I made were the ones that got in my way. When you follow your true nature, you recognize what you already are. And if someone would have said, oh, you're going to adopt the Sikh religion and you're going to start wearing turban and you're going to have a long beard, I would have said, oh, this is crazy. I don't know where you're getting this from. But as I was doing it, it became natural. It wasn't like I did this to follow any uh, rules. In fact, it was only after years of already having this long hair and long beard to saying well i'm already living the principles of sikhism without even being conscious of it it was just in my true nature that came out just through my uh, daily habits and my practice it just started to happen and it wasn't like i converted into anything it was already just happening because i was removing the resistance and this was what my true nature was this is what was coming out in my true nature And so the way that this became to have a turban on my head was not out of choice. It was just out of, this was a gradual experience of removing the resistance to see what was underneath, like taking a a dirty rock and shining it until you see underneath it's a nice crystal. And so this is what you need to do with yourself. It's not about making decisions. It's about removing the resistance and tuning in to your nature, your internal nature. This is done through practicing being present. And how do we be present? How do we train ourselves to be present? Now, we can say this, I'll be present, stop thinking of the future or the past, and it's easy to say, but practically, how do you do this? And we have some tools to do this in yoga, and one of them is the breath. most powerful way. Whenever you're anxious, whenever you have fear, whenever you're worried, how is your breath? It's probably not balanced and consistent. In fact, there's a whole form of yoga called Swara Yoga, which focuses on looking at the breath to determine your mental and physical emotional state, because your emotional state is tied to the breath and your mental state. And so what I am recommending for you to do is throughout the day, maybe every hour or so, become conscious of your breathing. How is the breath? Is it erratic? Is it rhythmic? Is it slow, fast? Are you holding the breath? And you don't need to stop what you're doing. Continue doing whatever it is you're doing, but start breathing consciously, nice and balanced as you're working, as you're driving, whatever it is that you're doing, And and do this for a few minutes. And then let the mind go back to wherever it was going. And again, another hour later, bring it back and start to train yourself to breathe more balanced, to breathe in a more balanced way, in a more rhythmic way. And it will start to help you become more present. It will help you to relax. And you can also add to this by doing this in the morning as a little meditation for five, ten minutes, is just concentrate on the breath. And do it in the morning, do it before you go to bed, and start to train yourself. In fact, in regular yoga practice, this will be the first thing, one of the first things that you will see will change in your life is your breath will start to become more rhythmic because you're training it. And the better you can train your breath, the more you will be able to maintain this concentration of the present moment. And so this is how you do this. So the intuition, connecting to the intuition, being present, connecting to the breath. And these are two tools that are very powerful to help you tune into the self so that you can experience this knowing. And you can see where your inner experience, your inner expression takes you. And you'll then recognize that there are no decisions to make and this idea that the rational voice is overtaking you is it's not the rational voice it's it's this self-doubt it's this fear and you're attaching it to this inner dialogue when you connect to this inner voice you'll start to see that the path becomes clear and then the other part of the question was about responsibilities of life and how to really make the time to to do this. And this is something that everyone struggles with because we have families, we have partners, kids, jobs, all these different responsibilities. But you have to start to learn how to understand what is important for you. If something is important, you will find the time to do it if you're unable to find the time we have to say well what is it is there a lot of anxiety around this and you're afraid to relax into the experience is there a lot of self doubt what is it is there fear of failure and then we also get overwhelmed because it's such a big idea whether it's finding your life's path or anything we feel overwhelmed and the way to not feel so overwhelmed is to say okay It's a big project. For example, if I'm I'm working on a book and this is a very big project and it gets overwhelming to think I have to go from nothing to all these pages with writing and then put it together and it's a lot of work and I will get overwhelmed if I think of it this way. But if instead I think of, okay, every day for one hour I'm going to sit and just do something moving towards the goal, towards the, the finished product. And no matter what happens, I dedicate one hour and I do this. And then if you focus little by little like this, and it's just this consistency that will allow you to do it. And so this idea of of responsibility is being overwhelmed by all these ideas of what you have to do and how to do it instead of just actually doing it little by little instead of thinking you have to do it all at once. So if you do a little each day, then it adds up and you start to accomplish more. But this is what happens when you have a lot of self-doubt and fear is that you can't get started. You have difficulty taking that first step because you think of what needs to happen to finish all this. And so this is the thing is to take just little steps each day. One hour a day, dedicate yourself to whatever project you're working on, whatever idea that you want, and set aside that time. And this is why it's good to wake up early in the morning and do this before the day begins. And then you start to feel better about yourself. You start to have an easier time of being present because you're more relaxed. So just to summarize how to know something, how do you know? whether it's finding your path in life or we look at it from this perspective, but how do you know? And to summarize, the first thing to do is learn to tune in to the intuition. Then is to learn how to commit to being present, allowing this path to evolve and not thinking that it has to be complete in a matter of time or in a few steps, is to learn how to be present and just take steps towards it. Letting go of the anxiety, the fear, and the tools to do this are learning how to focus on the breath, bringing your attention to the breath every so often so that the breath becomes more consistent, and this is how you learn to be present. And then understanding that there is nothing to become. It's just a matter of letting go of the resistance that's allowing your expression of what already is to come out. And to not doubt yourself, to celebrate it, because this self-judgment is the thing that is going to prevent any self-expression. Self-expression cannot exist with self-doubt. And this is where this overthinking comes. And this chatter in the mind is, is learning how to not question yourself, how to not have the self-doubt. So remember, there is nothing to become. It's just giving the space to allow your self-expression to come out. And this means learning how to let go of all the noise preventing it. I'd like to tell you about sing flutes. These are flutes that are made by me. They are handcrafted, Native American-style flutes designed for sound healing. The flutes are tuned to the frequency of 432 Hz, the harmonic intonation of nature. The fundamental note of each flute is in a key to vibrate a particular chakra. Whether you are playing for others or yourself, listening to 432 Hz music resonates inside the body. In fact, they did a medical study where they hooked people up to a brain and heart monitor and played different instruments to them. The Native American-style flute had the most impact in relaxing them. If you're a yoga teacher, it's a great instrument to incorporate into your classes. What I do is I have an app on my iPad that has the sounds of nature, and I'll put on the sounds of rain and play over this to the students at the end of the class. It's a very intuitive instrument to play. There's no musical knowledge necessary to get started. Each flute is unique since they're handmade. I put different artwork on them. I put mantras on them related to the chakras that they're tuned to. So go check them out at singflutes.com, S I N G H F L U T E S.com. Use the discount code The Story of Me podcast and get 10% off. Thank you for joining me today. Remember the homework, check in with the breath. So throughout the day, maybe every hour or so, just check in. How is the breath? Is it going uh, fast, slow? Am I holding it? And correct it. Take a few breaths consciously, evenly, balanced while you're doing whatever it is that you're doing. You don't need to stop and change what you're doing. It's just consciously breathe. And if you can, go to the Facebook group to get the meditation to increase your connection to the intuition. And you can also do some conscious breathing before you go to bed. This is very good to train the brain, train the mind, and do it again when you wake up in the morning. So please subscribe, rate, review, and share the podcast with a friend. Submit your questions at the podcast.com. Until the next time... From the podcast that awakens your inner power through awareness and understanding, allow love to be the current that carries your words and actions.